Welcome to Always Acting Up. My name is Castlin, and this is the podcast where I'm going to be sharing all of my personal journeys and stories as an actress in the entertainment industry. So this episode, we are going to be talking about the quarantine blues, all the different feelings that I've been having, and I have a special guest on here today to kind of be my therapist and talk about it. But first, I do want to give a shout out to you guys who are going to be following on YouTube, podcast. I'm officially up on all platforms, Instagram. And of course, I do have to give a very special shout out to my producer, Hisani Johnson. Okay. And as I mentioned, I do have a very special guest calling in today. And I'm very excited to have this person on. She is a friend of mine for quite a long time now, a dancer in Los Angeles and an actress. We have Miss Lori Huff. Yay! Hi, guys. Hi, <laughs> <I> Kathleen. <laughs> so I I chose you specifically because when I was kind of asking everybody how they were feeling during this quarantine, um, I was getting a lot of different feelings, and I was kind of saying like. I'm having this weird guilt and nobody else was sort of experiencing what I was experiencing. And I was kind of saying like, I have been so incredibly productive. I have done every stinking virtual audition. I'm in my second acting class right now during Zoom. I made a short film. I went down to the strip to take pictures and there was a part of me that was like, oh my God, this is great. And then I was like, wow, that I that's terrible. I started feeling so guilty for being so productive during this time when it's not a good time and there's people struggling and having such horrible things happen to them and their families and they're scared and uh, the job situation. And I can relate because I don't even have a job right now. So I'm not really working either. And when I talked to you, Lori, you were saying that you were kind of having the opposite feelings. And this is great because I really want to chat with everyone and we're all in the midst of social distancing. So we don't really get to chat with each other that often. So how are you doing during this quarantine? <laughs> um, well, you know, like, I've definitely been through like some extreme feelings um, like during this quarantine, like from... Um, a lot of extreme feelings from like shock, confusion, depression, um, frustration, and definitely worry. Um, right now, I feel like I finally reached a more like kind of like steady state of just acceptance and resolve. Um, so, like I think like one of my biggest overall struggles like right now is just trying to figure out exactly what the world is going to look like going forward, so that I can actually plan accordingly. Mm -hmm. um, like one thing, I mean, I guess like my, my guilt um, is a little bit more about like not feeling like as productive as I should be. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't like to feel like I'm wasting my time and energy. Um, so I want to like focus on what's actually going to be most useful, but I don't know what that is yet. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really, really hard right now. And are you... I feel like you said you were not in LA at the moment. Did you just go somewhere Correct. else or where are you? What you doing? 
Um, I um, I went back home to stay with my family um, during the lockdown. Um, like the lockdown first happened, like I think it was like what, like March seventeenth or something. Sometime in March, uh, we were closed before you guys, I think, but generally March. Yeah, and um, but so like when the official like lockdown happened, um, like, you know, I live by myself in in Los Angeles, and um, the initial like couple weeks, like um definitely wasn't that bad. I mean, like, I, I like my independence. Like, I like my own time. Um, but, like, obviously, like, you know, it's clear that definitely going to be going on for, like, multiple months. Um, and, like, not being able to, like, work and make any money, then, you know, there's no reason for me to stay there. Um, so, like, I decided, like, go back, um, come back home to, like, Kentucky um, and stay, like, with my family here in Kentucky. Um, I just kind of, like, waited um, initially, just to make sure that like I wasn't like developing any symptoms like before I came back um, and was staying with my parents. So. You know, I I thought about that too. I was like, you know what? And this is part of like where my mind is like, no, this is wrong. There was a part of me that was like, well, if I'm not going to be working and nothing's going on, I might as well go back home and visit my family. But then I was like, wait a second. The whole reason that this is happening is because we're traveling too much, and I had personally just been I had gone within one month I was in New Mexico obviously here in Vegas I was in San Jose Atlanta Kansas City and that was all within a period of three weeks and I actually yeah it was exhausting and I actually thought for a second like because I came back from all that traveling and I was like I don't feel good at all and I had a, a mild fever and I was thinking like do I do I have it but it wasn't I wasn't sure if it was that or if it was just exhaustion from traveling so much and really me going to an airport now to visit my family who's you know everyone's got their own personal health issues would be like the worst possible thing ever and my family's far away so it's like a struggle because I really want to go and visit them while I have nothing else going on but that kind of defeats the purpose of staying away yeah. from everybody so well and and you know it's like it was definitely something that i struggled with as well and like really talked talked it through like with my parents like my mom in particular like really wanted me to come mm-hmm. uh, and initially i was kind of like a against it before that reason that saying like i don't want to expose you so like that's why like i waited um until like the last time so i had really been exposed to anybody else did uh, they make you yeah, I, did they make you quarantine did they make you quarantine? Did they like, they're like, <laughs> now that you're here, go to your room. Um, yes and no, sort of. I mean, like, um, like I'm not necessarily quarantined away from like my family now that like we're in the same house. Um, besides, besides just like, like sleeping like separately and stuff like that. Like, um, but like we still like use the same kitchen. We still use the same bathroom. Yeah. Um, and so it was just more the fact that like I was, so kind of just like quarantining like in the home like with my family like um and not going out into the community yeah and um, like once I went to the airport but like actually that was kind of one of to me like one of the better decisions like initially I was thinking about like driving across country wow uh, instead of flying because like I was afraid of like the airport and uh, thinking that my I could reduce my exposure by driving myself and mm. uh, but then like when I ended up like going ahead and like flying instead like there was like maybe like 10 people on the plane yeah i heard uh, that 
it was actually the best, the best like airport and like flying experience that I've like ever had. I'm sure you're like, no lines, the whole road to myself. Don't mind if I do. I'll take an extra peanut or pretzel. <laughs> um, they actually weren't, they weren't handing out snacks because, because of that. Oh, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, like they weren't um, serving like any like water or soft, or soft drinks or handing out any snacks in order to keep like, the, the whole distance set. I think that's a little strange because, mm -hmm. well, we're all breathing the same air in a plane, you know, it's all recycled air. So I don't know if there's really that much of a difference between, between breathing in recycled dirty air than here's a bag of peanuts. But hey, I don't know anything. <laughs> that's just what I'm saying. I think it's a little interesting, but whatever. Um, so yeah. like, what were your thoughts when this all first happened and it was real and the city was literally shutting down. Um, I mean, like, like I said, like, I definitely have, I think my initial, um, like feelings were kind of like extreme, like kind of like shock and confusion and not like really, and kind of thinking that it was an overreaction or like, is this really happening? Yeah. I think we all felt that for a bit. Like, is there not a better way to deal with this? Like <laughs> it's tough. I think being an artist and a dancer, like, we go on these um, roller coaster rides and we're on a roll and we're working in classes and like we're building up, building up, building up, building up. And then it just stops and you're like, oh, all right. Okay, I guess I'll just stop. And then it's hard because you're like, well, what do I do now that I'm home all the time? And we just don't really have normal lives. So it's challenging. And I'm sure it's challenging for everybody, but. Yeah, I want and I kind of said, jump back to and um, kind of like struggles and things of that nature and like trying to, to plan for the future and um, i mean like absolutely you and i can both like relate to the fact that like we both have worked a lot of like large conventions um, mm. and it's it's pretty clear that those are probably going to be the last things to like reopen at this point in time so so it's like i'm kind of like now refocusing on um, like utilizing like the skills that I would normally have like as a presenter for like live conventions like um, instead like changing it up to like brush up on my like teleprompter skills and like reading my reel to like apply it more to like on camera like host work and like create like voiceover reels um, like as a spoke model and things of that nature so I'm trying to like figure out like how to like adjust my experiences and my skills that I already had that I know that I probably won't be able to like utilize initially mm -hmm. um like once we reopen and be able to like transfer it to the things that i think will um start to like reopen or that are already going on now like even like during during the lockdown like we're able to like do like self-tapes and um like self-record things like this podcast which is an amazing idea yay um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah i was gonna ask yeah. have you had you have you had any auditions or what have you been doing? I mean, you're creating your own projects, but has anything kind of come along during this time period where they're just like self-tape and film everything and you get paid and do your projects at home, I suppose? <laughs> um, you know, I have not um, booked anything that is paid yet. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, so no income coming in. I feel you. But there definitely have been like quite a few like self-tape auditions um, that I've been doing. Um, as well as just like working on like my own personal project. Mm -hmm. um, like my 
like my sketch comedy like web series that like I of course I started a long time ago and like I've been able to like edit and, and publish and the last episode that like we shot like right before um all of this went down um and then just like writing and um planning for it like as far as like being able to like um get it ready to start working on again like once it's all over and like submitting it to like festivals and, and like for grants and things of that nature so i've been like working working a lot on like my own personal projects do you find that you're so good at finding personal projects that you overwhelm yourself because that's what I've been struggling with. Like I finish one personal project and then I go into the next and I'm like, oh my God, that's a great idea. I have all this time. Let's do this too. And then I get another virtual audition open call and then I'm like, oh, I got to do this too. And then I enrolled in a class and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, like I'm so overwhelmed. And I did this all to myself. And I don't know if, if I'm the only one just feeling a little overwhelmed right now um a little bit i mean like it is definitely a situation like where there's no questions asked like i can keep myself busy um with no problem like whatsoever Mm -hmm. um and especially like being being like here like with my family um there's a lot of things that like i'm like doing like with them as well um, like around the house, like we work on the, the gutters, like we Sounds like um, fun. are doing the garden, like we're organizing things. Um, so it's, I'm helping them a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as just like playing board games. And like we have horses here. So like we like go riding. Ooh. Um, <laughs> and as well as like just being like, oh my goodness, like there's all these great ideas that I have that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like as like those personal projects that like, Again, like, there's no questions asked, but like I can keep myself busy, just like ongoing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess like I'm, I honestly feel like overwhelmed. Like I, I sometimes like feel maybe a little, a little bit guilty that I don't get to them because I kind of feel like mm-hmm. I don't have a good excuse why I didn't, except for the time to slip away from me. Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's I like get I that. <laughs> I guess I guess like I'm trying to put it in a better way is that um like one of the excuses before was always that like I don't have the time and now I'm like well I have plenty of time because I'm not working so why can't I <laughs> you know that's it's like funny but it's like not funny at the same time because this should be a time where we should be able to sit down and watch Netflix all day if we want to and breathe and relax. And it is scary. And there is a lot of emotions. (laughs) And for some reason, the pressure we put on ourselves to get things done or to not get things done is really a roller coaster. I mean, and that's why I wanted to chat with you to see like what you were doing. And are you forcing yourself to take a break every so often? Or do you just like, okay, it's time to relax and spend time with family. A little bit of both. Like I, I tend to like end up getting like super focused um, mm-hmm. and and closing myself away for like telling like my family like I need I need to focus right now. Um, like especially if I have um like a self submit like audition or something to that has a deadline. I'm like no, I need to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I'll be like super focused and then like right after that I'll be like okay, what do you need me to do? Mm-hmm. And you brought the cat with you too, right? I'd imagine. Yeah. Do you let the mm-hmm. cat go hang out with all the horses? I'm just curious. 
Um, well, he's he's mainly an indoor and like mm-hmm. a city cat. Mm-hmm. So I've been I've been very like kind of cautious about like um, him going outside. Like I will accompany him. Yeah, um, and make sure that I'm like with him at all times because I I don't think that he understands the dangers or could get lost or could get hurt. You know, I even had an idea like. And this is where my brain goes. It just doesn't stop. I'm over here thinking, wow, you have horses. You might as well get that on tape and add it to your reel or add it as a, add it as a <laughs> special clip because that's a specialty and I don't know how to do that. So this is my problem why I feel overwhelmed. And then I feel guilty because, because people are really struggling and having a hard time. It's a really crazy situation. Um, so... What do you think um, is going to happen with the dance world and auditions? Because, you know, you go to these auditions and sometimes they're like, I'm not going to say cattle calls, but there's like 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 people in a small, small room. What do you think is going to happen? Have you heard anything? Um, I definitely have not heard anything like official at all mm-hmm. um, as far as like the future of like auditions and things of that nature um i know that during this lockdown situation like um as far as like classes go mm-hmm. since like we can't like meet in person for classes like things are going to um like streaming like virtual classes um, oh. that you can yeah like for like um instagram live or like a lot of um Teachers are doing it like through like Zoom, and um, okay. now as well. Um, especially like the the dance studios, like they're um, they're transferring it into like Zoom and, and being able to like charge per class, and mm. um, so that they're not completely losing and um, gods and gods of money. Like they're trying to like recoup some and mm-hmm. um, like work during this. So, um, so like the professional studios like Millennium and. Uh, and, and edge pack and, and things like that. Like they're they're going to like streaming classes that you have to to pay for and like log into. Wow. Um, have you done so, have you done one yet? So like I have, yeah. Is it weird being in your room or like being in a much more confined space, trying to like work it and be all sexy? And you turn around and there's an old photo of you from high school with your braces on. Like <laughs> I feel like it would be like oh awkward. Yes, I mean. Yeah, like it's, I I will always opt for like in person classes like once I can, um, because like although it's nice to still feel connected and to still be able to like try to like exercise and and learn choreography and like stay connected like to the dance world, I don't have it's not a good environment for it. Like I don't have the space. Yeah. Um. Like it's um like. I either end up like trying to do it like in a very confined space, like inside, or I try to like go do it like outside, um, which is like really bad, like ground. It's not flat. It's not a good surface. Yeah, the last thing you want to do is twist your ankle in the middle of all this and come back when when everything opens and you can't walk. Like that would be the worst possible situation. So I definitely feel like in my situation, like I can't. It's very hard for me to actually do it like full out. Yeah. Um, and get and get like the true experience plus like. Um, like one of my, my like pet peeves, like that I've discovered about like the virtual um, mm-hmm. classes, is that like the the chat act aspect of it oh. is that people will just like continually um, like type comments 
um, that have sometimes like nothing to do with the class. What are they <laughs> typing? Have, like, Work. Um, get it. Like, <laughs> yes, like stuff like that, or like, <laughs> or oh my goodness, have you checked out this other person? Like they're like having like full on conversations. That is like, so annoying. Chat. And I'm just like going like, oh my goodness, you would not do this. This would not be allowed in like a live class. Mm-hmm. Um, please stop like filling up the comments um, and distracting everybody like from like real questions. Because I mean, like the choreographers like will check the chat mm-hmm. um, in order to see if there's like legitimate questions about the combo and to see like if people are picking it up. You know, um, I... Once you said that, it reminded me that because I have been following all of these Instagram lives and um, I've been doing some of the Zooms as well. And sometimes, y'all, you guys, the questions that you ask can easily be found on a Google search and you're just taking up time. That's how I feel like some of the questions are like the most ridiculous things And it's like, we only have 45 minutes here. And for her to have to explain this is taking up time that could have been used for a really important question that someone actually had that could have benefited all of us. That's a personal pet peeve of mine. And I know exactly what you're talking about because I (laughs) actually had to take a moment and like stop watching them because people would be asking the same questions over and over. And um, these are more so along the lines of acting And the question every single time is, what is a good self-tape setup? Y'all, go on Amazon and look. Do a Google search. (laughs) Find a chat room or find a Facebook group. Go in the search bar, type it up. You'll find a bajillion answers. And the thing is, they ask it on every single one. So it drives me bananas. Hey, guys. Sorry to interrupt. I know you're having a good listen right now, but... We have decided to separate this episode into part one and part two, so make sure to go ahead once you're finished, go check out part two where we talk about what's the future looking about, the impact of sports and arts, and much, much more. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Um, If you have any comments, questions, suggestions, feel free to leave it in the comments below. Thanks for listening, and you guys stay safe, stay positive, and I'll catch you on part two.